Take me back to my reversion. Unite the clans, I give thanks to each person. It's that same holy water that we immerse in. It's that same tradition that we all each verse in. United we stand and divided they win. They ain't not in their plans and divided they sin. If you think about it, they see us all for the same lands. Their biggest fear is that we all remain friends. I got love for T Marsh and y'all podcast. I got love for Michael Matt fans. Ryan Grant, Rick, Verity, Flanders, Eric Sammons. Shout out to my boy. John Everton, avoid Babylon. I got love for Anthony and Rob Speak on. If you try, you're persecuted the same for the weak heart. Our rules go way back before the Genesis, the Greek art, sweetheart. Yeah, this is mass to the ages. Shout out to Bishop Athanasius, Father Dave Nix, Red Pill, we out the Matrix. Haters. Ah. Yeah. I don't like when you put me on first. <laughs> Better? <laughs> Happy now? Yeah, I like when you come up first. I don't like when my big face is on the screen alone. That will um, edit it. Dude, this freaking Joe Boca. Is he <laughs> he hasn't, been, uh, hasn't been on our show for... Dude, I, it's like, you know, I you get know, and it. It's funny because we still have these with his name yeah, right like here. His name is on our channel, and this bum... Just flat leaves us for Kennedy Hall. Would you? I, I understand. I, get, I mean, yeah, I'd probably leave you for Kennedy yeah, to be like I, to, to be Kennedy's partner, right? <laughs> Kennedy's got, it wouldn't even be a question. Yeah, Kennedy's got 20,000 subs. We're like over here. We haven't even hit a thousand yet. This is terrible. Uh, what do we got? We got a lot of people in here. So Don didn't show up at mass this morning. So if I don't see him at confession, he's saying he wasn't feeling well. Okay, I absolve you of your sin. He knew you were going to be there. That would make me pretty sick, too. I, I sat in the front today, so I wasn't sure if I just didn't catch him. And, uh, but I also didn't notice any mustaches this week. So maybe, <laughs> I don't know if that's because I shamed everybody into shaving. <laughs> like, that's possible. It's possible I shamed everyone into shaving. Let's see. So, well, Rob. We like it like well, this? No, we don't like it like that. What is that? What is he getting at? Uh, I don't know what he I don't, I don't even know what he means by that. So, anyway. Um, yeah, we were like, uh, we've been meaning to talk about this for over a week. So I lied in the, in the title guys. I didn't lie. I misspoke because it wasn't the oh. Shia interview itself. Look, look ah, here. Joe, Joe shows bum. up in our comments. The bum. Oh, this is why Joe ditched us. That makes sense. <laughs> I go to, I go to Nova Sordo and you go to diocese. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, Joe's a quarter schismatic. So I, I mean, listen, <laughs> I don't know. Is that more or less than he is Italian? He thinks Joe thinks he's a big shot now because he's on with Kennedy. He's not a big shot. I mean, he's making me chauffeur him to Ohio. He literally <laughs> called me and he goes, "Aunt, uh, I'm a little too important to drive. You have to drive." That's what he said to me. He he did just see what happened to you last week, right? Which wait, I don't even know what. Yeah. Oh, with the crash, your accident, <laughs> with the accident. <laughs> Not for nothing. Kennedy ha has only been on our show once. That's like, true. I think I think the two of them think they're too good for us now. Yeah, they're, ha they're having thing. me. They're having me slave to do their uh, audio editing for their podcast. We got we got a quarter skizzy Kennedy and a half set a Joe. <laughs> Joe loves to flirt with set a McContism. He likes to just Joe likes to poke the bear. That's what it is. 
Joe likes yes. to poke the bear. Yes, he does. He likes to he likes to rile people up. He's not. I wouldn't say he's a troll. Like that's an. I don't think that's the proper term for Joe. He likes to poke the bear, though. He likes Depends to get on a the reaction tweet. out of people. Some of the tweets are a little trollish. Those, trollish. those are the best ones, though. Yeah, I mean, with the cry room. The, the cry. The, the cry. The, between yeah, the cry room down. and Trevor's um, pew sitting. Those oh, were the man. two best all week. I'll tell you right now, my wife yelled at my two daughters this morning because they put their butts on the pew this morning. We got, <laughs> our, we got our mask on on the ride home. My wife just lost it on my two daughters. Uh, what's up, Anthony? Do you go to the TLM at St. Matthew's? Says, yes, I do, Tom. Uh, only on the first and third. Um, if you go He's to just that wondering mask, how often he has to shave his mustache. Uh, Tom, if you see me there, come and say hello. <clears throat> I will be there next Sunday. Uh, so we do first and third on uh, at St. Matthew's, and we do second, fourth, and sometimes if there's a fifth Sunday at St. Rocco's. Um, yeah, Tom, if you see me, come and say hello, man. Uh, I'm way more approachable than that big shot Joe Boca, that's for sure. He thinks he's too good for us now. He won't even come. I actually texted him. And I'm like, Joe, you want to come on? He goes, nah. You guys, yeah. even a, you guys don't even have a thousand subs yet. I'm not coming on that channel. <laughs> um, I love I love the St. Matthews uh, traditional mass. I love Father Hughes. Father Hughes is one of the best homilists I've ever heard. So uh, Joe's been approached three times. He's a big shot. Look. See, he's, he goes, he gets recognized is what he's saying. He's famous is what he's saying. He's famous. He's famous. Uh, me too, Tom. So, yeah, next time you see me, I'll be there Sunday. Come and say hello. Um, so the uh, the the point of the show, I, I didn't lie in the title. I misspoke because it wasn't the Shia interview that Bishop Barron deleted the traditional mass comments from. It was the shy a review show he did so he did a review show where he spoke about that and what else did he speak about there was one of the oh the lex freeman interview so he spoke about you know he did like a recap show of those two and he deleted oh i have to send you the the things he deleted on uh on whatsapp yeah. so we could actually so we can view them yeah so i'll post those up i'm gonna i'm sending these to rob now so the, I have, I have a uh, let's see, this, yeah, okay. So one of uh, one, somebody who listens to our show actually sent me a DM, and they told me they said, "Hey, if you if you go and check the Bishop Barron review show, he's deleting all the messages, all, like all the comments that have to do with the traditional mass." So he does this review show, and he doesn't even mention the elephant in the room which is that Shai is talking about the beauty of the traditional mass. So he did this review show and I had to watch it after the listener sent me that. And he talks about Bob Dylan and he talks about Shia a little bit. And he never once mentions anything about the traditional mass. And it's like, for us, that was such a huge part of the interview, right? You know what I just realized? The whole Bob Dylan kick he seems to be on, it might be him trying to get in good with his new Minnesotan diocese. Because well, Bob, Bob Dylan's Dylan, from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota? Yeah, well, up northern Minnesota. He's uh, Bishop Barron's in southern Minnesota, but uh, who knows? Yeah, he talked about... Um, because I can't imagine anyone actually likes Bob Dylan that much. Um. So, he... Yeah, but so is... Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Politicians from Minnesota. <laughs> what's what? her name? From the... From the <laughs> There's lots of... 
No. You mean um the uh yeah the small yeah um, the Somalian one was the name. <laughs> we can't even. Remember I should her know name. this. I'm, yeah, you think I'm, so? What's her name? She married a brother. You guys know who we're talking about. <laughs> but it's not Rashida Tlaib because that she's from Michigan. It's uh oh Ilan Omar. Elon Omar. There you go. Her yeah, father so is a you, Somali war a, criminal and she married her brother. You're giving me a lot of crap about living in New York, but I saw a fun little story. A fun little story about oh, yeah. the, the, largest, of, the largest the largest pandemic fraud. Co- yeah, COVID fraud. So they, they took money that was supposed to go to like little children or something. And they stole two. It was it was, I think. Eight people robbed 250 million. So if you think about that, that's like they got a decent chunk of change each. No, it was uh seven people, right? Seven people. Something like that. They, I mean they took like 20 million each, or something more than yeah. that, more than that, like 30 million. And each. what's kind of surprising is those groups have been running similar scams for years where they set up fake child care centers to get funds from the state and then they just disappear. So I don't know how they weren't prepared for it, but that's Wait, Minnesota wh- for you. Um, Baron is known to delete comments to avoid controversy. Yeah, so he... Uh, Jordan, you're not too All late. Right. Here, I'll start popping some of them up here. All right, so Rob, Rob, I just sent Rob the, the comments that I know for sure he deleted because we took screenshots of them before he deleted them. These com- So now, what, are, what the thing is, these aren't crazy comments. They're not obnoxious they're not in any way these are the most respectful comments that you can i mean so this guy says javier says i'm 22 and a devout catholic 99 percent of my friends who are converts or reverse to the faith became open to catholicism in large part by the awesome aesthetic beauty and powerful contemplative moments in the traditional liturgies i would argue in opposition to much of the online rhetoric that this is not primarily a TLM versus Novus Ordo issue for most of the youth. This is just a grassroots movement of young faithful Catholics just wanting reverent liturgy in line with our 2,000-year-old tradition. We are tired of our we are tired or of trends and just want lasting beauty that connects us with larger tradition that helps us live in the theodrama, theodrama oh, the drama of God, not the ego drama. This moment is right in line with Bishop Barron's thinking. I and all my young Catholic friends are deeply obedient to the magisterium, but for what it's worth, I would plead with the leaders of the church to listen to us. We desire authentic Catholic tradition for its spiritual depth, evangelistic power, and for its ancient beauty. Guitar masses just aren't working. So let's start with that one. I don't even go to the other one, Rob. Like, could you have picked a more respectful comment? No, I mean, probably not. Is, is that not That's about as like? You could not get more respectful from from, from like t- like this young guy is twenty two years old and he's like, look, this isn't about the online he, rhetoric. Like we he's just, he's even is, saying it's not even about the TLM, just or the Novus Ordo car yeah. masses. Yeah, it doesn't mean we have to knock the Novus Ordo. It's not about it. Look, look, Rob is two and a half hours away from a traditional mass, right? It's two, two hours. Yeah. Two hours. I mean, that means if you want to go to the traditional mass, you're spending your whole day in the car. Well, and it's the mass is at 1 p.m. So you leave about 10 a.m. and you get home maybe if that's all you do, 
you get home 4 or 5 p.m. So Yeah, that's insane. Like, that's a crazy, that's a lot to ask, right? So well, you're with, with going, two toddlers, especially. <laughs> yeah, you're going to a Novus Ordo most of the time, right? Like, it's, it's a special event for you to go to the traditional mass. So don't yep. anybody think that we're saying the Novus Ordo is, like, that's not what, that's not the point. It's like, the point is, this really is a movement amongst young people, right? It's, it's, and it's not about, Look, like Jason was having a, an issue with somebody online who kept calling the Novus Ordo the Bogus Ordo. And, um, yeah, so Tom says uh, it's a great comment. It said the Bishop Baron is afraid to buck. So I don't even know. It's like, yeah, definitely, right? Because Baron's kind of a company man. So when, when Benedict was Pope Baron, I think if Benedict was Pope, Baron would be rah-rah TLM. But because of Traditionis Custodis, I don't think he's willing to go there, right? Seems that way. I mean, it's hard to know what the the reasoning is behind it. But and of course, it's not Bishop Barron doing it. It's you know whoever is in charge of the social media uh, word on well, fire. It's probably but. Brandon Vaught. It's probably Brandon Vaught, right? So he's pretty much in charge. But he he's not going to do something like that without. No, right. It's clearly policy. It's coming you know, from set, somewhere, set from right? He's not going to make that decision on his own. Uh, but, like, those are respectful comments. I mean, there was nothing. Look, the next one is the same thing. These aren't obnoxious, bashing Novus Ordo comments. It's like mm-hmm. people just don't seem to understand. Look, I, Connor's in the chat right now, right? Now, Connor and I were speaking in... Um, that Con- I don't, I don't Connor McHugh if, from Pop- Yeah, yeah. So Connor, Connor and I were speaking, and I told him I wasn't a trad Catholic. He goes, yes, you are. I said, no, dude, I'm not like a trad. Like, I don't. And he goes, yes, yes, you are, Anthony. I'm like, so, all right. So, what would you define as a trad? He said, anybody, and I really, I agree with this. Like, Connor's got a very good grasp on what this is. He goes, anybody that loves the traditional liturgy, whether they can attend it or not, right? Whether they can attend it or not, and sees that there's an issue going on with what they're trying to do in the church today, right? So it's like. Like you okay, so you're only able to attend the traditional liturgy when you are, but you still prefer it. Uh probably I'm a frad Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> that all depends on how uh, October seventh goes. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I may be anti frad after uh after that weekend. Uh yeah, Tom, I feel the same way. Like I don't I don't buy into a lot of the I'm not negative, man. Like, I don't like to go around and pointing out every negative aspect of the of the Novus Ordo at all. Like, I don't. I, I don't really care. Like, I, I want to have part of the reason we do this is because we want to show, like, that it's still fun to be Catholic. Like, we're supposed to be joyful through this whole thing. We're supposed to, <laughs> supposed to be fun, right? Like, and you're supposed to have, um, like, fraternity with fellow Catholics. Not human fraternity. Catholic fraternity, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to have this catholic fraternity where you have a brotherhood amongst each other um so look yeah i'm a traditional catholic that can't attend the tlm too far for us to travel right so uh connor made a really good point when he said that he goes look you're you're you love the traditional liturgy you love the traditional faith he said you're just you just think you have a different temperament than a lot of the trads out there so i i would say i'm not a rad trad right you know, but I'm definitely a traditional Catholic. I'm a faithful Catholic. I believe every teaching the church has ever taught. I mean, you know, I, I, the way I would describe it is anyone who 
wants to do what they can to live a Catholic life the way our forefathers did is would be seen as a traditional Catholic by the wider Catholic world. But at the same time, from like you said, from the rad trad, so-called, I would probably not be seen as traditional because I attended Novus Ordo 80% of the time. Yeah. But so what would be the difference in a trad and a conservative Catholic? I would say a conservative Catholic holds to I would they say they're the Orthodox faith. Yeah, yeah, right. They're Orthodox when it comes to doctrine and dogma, but I would say when it comes to the practice of the faith, it's much more that 1960, you know, 1970. So you're talking honor. George Weigel. George Weigel would be a conservative Catholic. Like that, uh, like yeah. those guys, the JP2 Catholics. Yeah, Weigel, though, is. I don't, though his Weigel, whole argument for. Uh, Weigel's the, a neocon. That's his problem. Right. That Exactly. Saying that we were justified in nuking Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But, anyways. Yeah, so yeah so Weigel. Like, I, you'll never hear me call the Novus Ordo the bogus Ordo. Like, I just won't. It's stupid. Like, I, I prefer the traditional mass, but I'll still go to a Novus Ordo, right? It's like, it's still the mass. And it's, oh, sorry about that, Rob. Um, so I, I I think the majority of us do see ourselves that way. It's like, of course, we prefer tradition, not because we're like anti-Novus Ordo. It's like, we just, we just see the beauty of tradition. So we want to restore it as much as possible. So I guess that is what constitutes a traditional Catholic. Um, that's so Don's hundred percent, right. The trad label has a lot of baggage. So it's like, like I've seen guys come down on other guys for wearing shorts. It's like, dude, I wear shorts. (laughs) (laughs) It's 50 degrees out and I'm wearing them right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's not at mass, obviously, but like, like, I mean, I wear shorts. Like I'm not wearing a suit in the summer. It's just not me. Right. It's like, um, nor will I probably wear one in the winter either, but right of course like but even today so like i hate wearing suits bro like i like i make jokes like you'll never see me smoking a pipe or smoking a cigar and drinking bourbon i believe i have a photo of you smoking a pipe i do yeah no no i've tried it so (laughs) but the point is like i don't i don't like to larp so it's like i hate wearing a suit so i will wear dress pants and a button down but like yeah. i don't like wearing a three-piece suit to go to mass like i just dude i don't like wearing them to weddings so like i mean it's not uh, i'm not believe me if if somebody likes wearing one i'll always love seeing that <laughs> max had a life preserver because of our show the other night <laughs> <laughs> when i popped on the stream with oh the, oh yeah I popped on the stream the you other were in night. construction <laughs> stuff yeah <laughs> Uh, Don says shorts are okay on the boat. I agree with that. Um, Isabella is wondering how cigars are trad. I wouldn't say cigars themselves are trad. I would just say the idea of trying to restore a Chesterton, a a Chesterton esque way of thinking where it's like um, no one has ever created something as beautiful as a cocktail, but as horrific as a drunk, right? So it's like everything in moderation. Right. right, so to have a cigar or to have a pipe in moderation is totally acceptable as a Catholic. You know, things things like tobacco, and I, I would say, and especially in cigar and pipe form, where it is literally just tobacco, you're not getting the, the chemicals from cigarettes. But things like that and in drink can help promote uh, what they call eutropelia, which is 
right recreation, right? It's, you know, sitting in and having a drink with friends and, and talking. And yeah, so I had it, a glass it of promotes wine that sort of stuff. I had a glass of wine. Like, I'm not going to go refill this. I had a glass of wine before our stream. I'm not going to get drunk, but it was a glass of wine. Like, there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. And as Catholics, we do recognize that, like, we're not uh, pearl clutchers. Like, we say, like, anything we're not Puritans. And Puritan. So, like, anything in moderation is okay, right? It's as long as you don't abuse it and, um, and let things become, as long as things don't control you, then it's okay. So it's, I mean, I have a few vices, right? So I, I smoke a vape. I mean, I've never hidden that from you guys. You guys see me sneaking it all the time whenever Rob puts me up on screen, <laughs> you know, that's an abuse. So that's an addiction. And that's something that, that controls me. So once again, um, it's not the vape itself. If you were, no, it's the addiction it. to it with friends or, you know, hanging out every once in a while, that would be different. That would be totally fine. But yeah. because I have an addiction to it, I threw my cigarettes out and I started using that. So that's, you know, I just replaced one addiction with another. So that way, that's where the problem comes in. So, um, yeah, I mean, so, all right, so let's pop up the next comment that was deleted. Okay, it's fairly clear the Novus Ordo has major problems from an aesthetic perspective that make it uncomfortable for many. We can't evangelize the youth with 1960s folk music. It's a mass that's frozen in fashion and lacks timeless beauty. It's a mass that served the sensibilities of those who directed its organization. When young men who aren't Catholic watch a Novus Ordo, it's very difficult to take it seriously. Sad to say, I have to be very selective when evangelizing to make sure I bring them to a diamond in the rough Novus Ordo mass that's not a total clown show filled with irreverence. <clears throat> that's amazing. Com that's an amazing comment. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're so it's like if you find the the unicorn Novus Ordo, like they they can be like especially like I've especially like the ordinary. It's not a Novus Ordo, the ordinary. Would it be considered a Novus Ordo? No, it's a separate. It's a separate right? thing, right? So yeah, I mean, they use a different form of English, even so. Yeah, like the King's English, but it's not about Latin. Right. It's not it's really not about Latin. It's about like the whole way it's presented. So there are ways to go to a beautiful Novus Ordo. They're just so rare that we call yeah. them the unicorn. I mean, so the you've heard how the first mass I took hope to she fell in love with. And she was a Protestant at, at that point. And it was a Easter vigil mass at the cathedral of St. Paul, which is one of the largest, most beautiful cathedrals in the United States. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say that it was a unicorn, no sort of, it was done versus popular. Just but it, you know, it was beautiful, beautiful music. Largely, the music was largely Latin enchanted and, you know, the, the Easter vigil Novus Ordo masses. I mean, I, still not nearly as nice as the TLM version, no, but of course it's not. closer mm -hmm. than most Novus Ordo masses are. So I, I wonder what would have happened if the first mass I'd taken her to was uh, at a parish that we lived near nearby later that had liturgical dancers yeah. and guitars and drums. You know, what Do would you have happened you, then? I don't know. You wouldn't have done that, though, right? Like, you you knew better, or was that your first time returning to mass also? Well... It was in the it was in the middle of the years I was away, so so I did we like I didn't come back at that point. It was still years away from when I came back, but 
No, I I knew. <laughs> I guess I knew what mass to take her to. Yeah. So listen, the the so I, the both masses I go to are diocesan TLMs, right? So Saint Rocco's on like holy days of obligation. Sometimes I'll go to Saint Rocco's. They'll have a Novus Ordo, but it's at Orientum, and they have the communion rail, right? So it's like it. it there's definitely a dress. So everything beautiful about the Novus Ordo is because they're taking it from the traditional mass. Right. And anything improvised is less beautiful. It's just, it's just how it seems to be. Right. So, well, you can um, tell anything improvised feels like it's from 1970. Yeah. I mean, the sign of peace, uh, come on. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, dude, we start every one of our trivia shows off with that, with a goofy, goofy, nostalgic Novus Ordo song. Right. It's like, we poke fun at it, but at the same time, there are people who are coming to the faith through it. So I was like, we don't want to bash <clears throat> the mass itself. I just, I don't know how, if I should, I don't know if I consider myself a trad based on some of the online rhetoric. You know, it's like, I don't, to me, I think we have a major problem with virtue signaling in the trad movement at times where mm-hmm. people love to parade their good deeds Right, and it's like you have to not not all. I don't want to, and I'm not trying to knock even trend movement. Even then, I don't find a problem so much with that, as long as then you don't turn around and say those that don't do that aren't Catholic. Yeah, you know, like, like I don't enjoy going to the Novus Ordo Mass. You go out of a sense of obligation, right? And I don't like the Novus Ordo Mass and think it, but those that go to it are Catholic. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't really say otherwise. Tom's saying he we froze on him. Is that everybody having that? Yeah, yes, brown churches working? are weird. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, a church in the round. What a strange concept, right? What a strange concept. Um, is well, anybody Hope else? And, Hope and Don are saying we're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, Tom um, says Tom says it's back now for him too. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's like, listen, this conversation has been had 8 million times, right? Yeah. I guess we're just trying to... to it. No, and I think we're trying to just distinguish ourselves because some people don't know like what we're about and like what we're, what our point of view is, but um, Don and I goof around a lot like in private. It's like, dude, we're terrible trads, right? Like <laughs> we're just terrible trads. It's like I just I I'm in love with the traditional faith. I love I love the the his the the ancient tradition. I love it. I love the ancient liturgy. I just and, I and guess really I, all that does is make you Catholic. Yeah, that's it, what I feel like. Like I I, I can't wait though, until the time you know, the the normie Catholics really are just modernist Catholic. modernist it's hard it's hard to explain it's harder to explain that to someone than saying no i'm a traditional catholic yeah but really we're just catholic right <laughs> did you yeah and that's and i can't wait until we can lose these like um labels right, right. like these these i mean these, and there will always be some like eastern catholic and Byzantine catholic but yeah but that's right. understandable that's understandable. Right, those, are those are different. Those are different rights, and those are different. Like, it's like I just can't wait until we're we're just Catholic again. And it's like I do yeah. think we'll get there one day. Did you uh? Did you catch the last half hour of Tim Gordon's video about the letter 
all the um so there was four bishops and a bunch of podcasters basically that signed the letter <clears throat> saying, oh. accusing francis of heresy not uh I about i've read i read the article there's a couple of articles online no steve cunningham posted one that john errington wrote i read that one um but no i haven't honestly watched a tim gordon video in two all right so, or so. I only I all right. So Tim Gordon did a whole video on that, but then the last half hour, the last half hour. So I would say from like the the fifty five minute to the hour mark. The, the video is about an hour and a half long. If you want to just catch the last half hour of it, <clears throat> somebody asked him what he thought of the debate between Casman and Brother Diamond. And yeah, um, Gordon goes off, and he's just like, "Look, man, somebody's gotta." Somebody like we have, all right. So Tim's a philosopher and he's like, we need somebody that's going to really lay out like how all of this makes sense. Right. It's like, so if you look at the diamond Casman debate, what diamond was doing was taking a whole bunch of things that were so he, like, all right. So studies will take comments by saints and even comments by popes that are not, they're not, um, definitive or infallible, definitive or infallible, and make it like those are infallible sayings. And, right? and a lot of times, those comments are out of context and don't out always necessarily and all support yeah. the position they claim. Yeah, so it's like, so what Tim was saying is, look, we need somebody, we need somebody who knows ecclesiology so well and the magisterium so well that they could show us how all this makes sense in light of the last ten years, right? In light of since Francis came, because mm -hmm. it looks like. The church reversed its teaching on the death penalty. It looks like the church reversed its teaching on feminism. It looks like the church reversed its teaching on all these different things. And it's like, obviously, that has to make sense somewhere, right? So it's like, that can't be, because if the church is infallible, and are these infallible teachings, or like, what's going on here? And he he said, you know, I've seen some good things on Lofton's channel, and I've seen some good things on Catholic Answers. So then Lofton goes on, and does a I, response did, video to it. Did you see that? It, so I watched the Lofton response yeah, video. I did too. Now, now the Lofton response video, what I like Lofton. The, like I the, do, but he comes off as condescending. And the, the, the biggest problem I had with his review is he made it seem like Casman was arguing strictly from the Society of St. Peter position. Yeah. Um, St. Pius, St. Pius, yeah. Um, and Lofton used that to, I don't know, he can't half the video was him concentrating on the SSPX's position. When I don't recall Casman actually really expounding on solely the SSPX's position, no, I don't think so. Like either, just but the but, general Catholic, but Diamond position. kept throwing it in his face, right? He did. Diamond I mean, kept saying, "Do you agree with Archbishop Lefebvre's statement?" Or blah 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 blah. Do you agree with Archbishop Lefebvre's statement? Or blah 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 blah. So it's like maybe Casman wasn't the best guy to debate him. Yeah, but I also agree. the scope of that debate was so wide. Like, yeah, that debate, the scope of it was insane. It's it's I, like. I think Lofton would be good because he does have that ecclesiology, that, that background in that. At the same time, I think Jeremiah, I think Paleocrat would be good too, just because yeah. he cuts to, you know, like the, the, the heart of it, the, the, what their worldview is. And yeah. I could just see him going like, 
I think Casman would have done better if he concentrated on authority. You know, he, he well, yeah, on authority, and also he, you know, he, when he said, "We, according to you, we've been seventy years without a pope. When does it end? When when do you say yeah. there's no end? That this can't be. And it's not even so much. It's been seventy <clears> years. The the real question is, okay, we don't have a pope. How do you say we get one? Yeah, and he can't answer that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, all right. I mean, look, I think we're all in a confusing time, right? Like, yes. So, so I try not to even judge somebody that takes the Senate position. I try not to because it's so messed up right now. Like, we don't know. I try to see this in light of, um, I try to see this in light of we've been here before. It, yeah. Maybe not in this in in all right. So we've it, it's like type typologically speaking, the the church of the first century before the first century before Christ comes, the Pharisees and Sadducees who are running the church or, or running the people of God at that time, Israel, they're they're a mess, and Christ comes to show them where they're wrong. Right? It's like. <clears throat> It's like they didn't cease being the people of God just because they were like, like Jesus says, they sit on the seat of Moses. So do as they say, not as they do. I mean, it's just maybe I'm not the best person to talk about this because but I just try to see this through typological lens where it's like if if the church. Really, if you if you see the the pope as. A pre, uh, the prefigurement of the Pope as the high as the high priest and the Sadducees and Pharisees as a prefigurement of the cardinals and bishops. We've been in a mess like this before, and things were this messy, and they didn't cease to be the people of God just because things were messy. Yeah, I mean, you had the the Avignon papacy for I forget how long that was, but anyways. Yeah. So anyway, so Tim, uh, so so Lofton goes and does a rebuttal video to Tim. Now the way he does things, it just comes off as condescending. I think Tim was being just honest, and he's saying he's like, look, uh, when I see, um, he's like, I've heard a lot of good things from Lofton and Catholic answers, but they come off as Pope splainers to me. Now Lofton doesn't see himself in that light. Now the thing is, a Pope splainer is somebody who tries to make it like Francis is not saying what he's saying. Yeah. And Francis is saying what he's saying. So it's like, okay, yeah, you could weasel around this and say, technically, he didn't say this. But he means that. Right? <laughs> so it's like, I mean, you could technically around all day. But he means that. Like, we obviously know, like, he's going for this stuff. So it's like, <clears throat> I know we don't, we don't talk about the hierarchy on this channel. But, I mean, it's just such a big thing going on right now. It's like, what, what, do, what do we do about this? Like, I don't know, man. I think everybody's just very worried right now all i know is I, I won't be the one to figure it out or solve it so i'm right. just gonna so, so, stay so in my lane he, tom says it's possible okay it's possible right but who are we to like rob just said i'm staying in my lane like until somebody in a in a place of a thought that is my biggest thing with certificantism it's like who are you who mm -hmm. are you to make this call like you can't you don't get to make that call so we're all just going to i mean for me i just try to be humble about it and say look 
I'm agnostic on all of it. I don't care. You don't it whether whether that question of Francis is is something that's going to be answered in our lifetime or not. Like you don't that that doesn't that's not going to affect whether you make, you become a saint or not. Right? Yeah. So like going it's like I'm not a I'm not a no salvation outside the traditional mass guy either. It's like I don't care what liturgy you're going to. If you become a saint, that's what's going to get you to heaven. Like you're going to heaven based on whether you're a saint or not. Right? It's not about what liturgy you go to. It's not about a fr- no. whether Francis is pope or not. I don't care. Like that's not going to determine your your eternal salvation. And the Japanese were without a, the mass for 400 years, and they still produce saints. So yeah. Uh, granted, I'm not saying. Yeah, I would imagine it's insanely difficult without the mass, right? right? Yeah. It's insanely difficult. It's like, but the the point is, I, our priest told us it's um, our priest told us it's not us up to us to play armchair cardinal. hundred percent. That's how I feel. It's like, who am I to sit here? That's why we have this rule that we don't talk about the hierarchy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and break down every little thing Francis said, and the, like, I just it's not my pl- position to do that. I I can recognize that all of us are in a very difficult situation right now. Right. And all of us are struggling. So it's like, what can we do? We can, uh, yeah. Blessed Carlo Acutis was went to the Nova Zorro. It's like, we, what we have to do is, um, we have to just form community and help one another to be holy. And that's what we're trying to do here. <laughs> I mean, we're not very good at More it. More or less. Well, <laughs> I hope you're not looking at us for. <laughs> hope you're not looking at us for. Twenty-two of twenty-two of you are watching this right now. Why? <laughs> I figure someday after I'm dead, some smart theologian will come up with an explanation for how does how this doesn't disprove the church's claim. Yeah, look, that's a that's a rough one, right? Um, it's like we say the church is infallible. We say, and someday it'll make sense. I don't know when. Like they'll whether. Some future pope says, okay, this pope was invalid. This pope was, who knows? But right now, what we have to focus on is, like, how do we become saints in this time? And part of that involves me not being angry with my wife when she annoys the crap out of me. And she's annoying the crap out of me today. What did she do? What did she do oh, today? She's, you ever get, like, going to hang stuff up? She's just on my nerves. <laughs> she's just on my nerves. Like, she's so on my nerves. Like, like, we go through these phases where it's like, We'll be best friends, and like we can't get enough of each other. Right now is not one of those times. It's just not. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we're not fighting at all. We're just like, oh my God. so. So this morning at mass, I'm saying, "All right, God, all right, I can't control how I feel, but I can control how I react." Right? Like, <laughs> I can't control my how I feel. Like my feelings are going to be what they're going to be, but I can control how I react. So, um. Just like, okay, like you want to be annoyed and you want to, you want to, but just, <laughs> just be patient, right? And today, that's the story of boys and girls. That's the story so today, of boys and girls. Today, um, I really, I really focused on the epistle today, man. It's like Paul is praying for us. I, I think I posted it before, right? Um, so today's epistle, Paul focuses on, let me see if I can pull that up. Um, I don't even know if uh, it's so, the same one I heard today. From the well, no, probably not. So That's this is true. Paul's prayer that he may grant you from the from his all right, that he may grant you from his glorious riches to be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm sorry, 
Let me start over. <laughs> that he may grant you from his glorious riches to be strengthened with power through his spirit unto the progress of the inner man and to have Christ dwelling through faith in your hearts. Like just that little line right there. It's like that he may, through the riches of his glory, strengthen the inner man. Like I need the inner man strengthened right now so I don't go upstairs and knock <laughs> her head off her shoulders. <laughs> Oh, I hope saying nice things about you. The executive pews were just kind of cute. <laughs> hmm, uh, what you want? Also, Tom said he went to a Nova Soda today's different read. Tom, you should go to St. Yeah. Rocco's. Um, I'm not sure where you live, but yeah, I do first oh. and third at St. Matthew's, and then uh, every other Sunday I go to St. Rocco's. <clears throat> St. Rocco's is in Glen Cove. St. Rocco's is a beautiful, beautiful liturgy. Um, everyone, uh, everyone, give your congratulations. Oh, cutting oh. out here. Steve Cunningham had a baby baptized today. Steve, congratulations, man. Congrats, man. Seriously, congratulations. I asked Steve to come on um, uh, on the trivia show Wednesday, and he was taking his wife out for her last dinner before labor. So he said uh, he couldn't make it on. Did, uh, Steve, uh, did you see that, some of his tweets about some of the, the COVID madness he had to deal with in the hospital? Dude, my, I, my, my cousin went through the same thing. They couldn't see their baby for 10 days. Oh. And the baby has severe separation anxiety. Like a baby's supposed to be with its mother immediately. Right away. And and to this day, they're on their third kid. The other two never had this issue, this last baby. Like if if the if my cousin's wife puts the baby down, the baby loses it. It's like, I don't know, man. Uh Max's two baptisms at his mass this morning. Um yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, so uh become a saint, right? Like I, I guess uh what else is there? Isn't that uh somebody saying I forget who <laughs> <laughs> don't isn't it, don't isn't flip out on your wife. Guys, the first and foremost, don't flip out on your wife, even when you really want to. Uh <laughs> did uh do we want to talk about um she is a uh, interview on the real ones. Oh, that's right. Oh, so Shia was all right. So everybody talks about the Baron interview, but Shia was also on. Um, on he did an interview with the guy from The Walking Dead. I forgot his name. You uh, his name? John Barenthal. John John Barenthal. I'm going to warn you guys now. If you go and watch this, it's I, very I, vulgar. I would say I, I can't recommend it. I can't recommend it because of how vulgar it is. But in the second hour, especially, he gets into really how he's living out the faith. So in Barron's interview, he talks about how he came to the faith. And in this one, he really gets into how he's living it out. I mean, he's now 500-something days clean and living out his faith. And Rob, you said you wanted to take back some of the things you said in our original show, right? I wouldn't say... I take back because I don't think I said anything that was necessarily incorrect. I guess what I said, or at least what I meant in our original review of his Baron interview was that a lot of what he said, and it could just be some of the words he used, like he kept talking about being activated. To me, that just seemed like activated emotionally, but I don't know acting. I don't know what he was really talking about, but it seemed to me like, the way he described it in that interview, 
it made it seem like the, his conversion maybe was very uh, emotionally based, right? He had just had gone through something horrible. He had wanted to kill himself. Uh, he was working to get clean and he gets this opportunity for a movie about Padre Pio. He has to go live with, you know, with, uh, with Franciscans or well, Capuchins, which are Franciscans, but he has to go live with monks and nuns and he has to learn how to say the TLM, of course, without actually being able to say it, but yeah, at he's, least not consec- he's not consecrating the Eucharist, right. but he's learning how right. to say the traditional mass. Right. So, you know, it just seemed maybe like it was all very emotional, but in this interview with John Barenthal, um, he gets into, it's just, he gets into it a lot more about what he was really going through in life prior to this, what his life was like, um, how he realized he had to change. And that was actually prior to learning anything about Catholicism really. So, you, you know, I could see that he was actually making these changes beforehand because he intellectually understood what he needed to do. Um, and it, it, it just, it really came full circle or, you know, it really made it seem like a much more well-rounded yeah, and it filled in event a lot of, in his life. It filled in a lot of blank spaces that we probably got from the Baron interview. Right. And then he also talked about like what he's doing now. So like every day at 6 PM, he's having an accountability meeting. So I'm, I'm assuming that's still AA, right? Yeah. Like I'm assuming that's what that is. But he also maintained friendship with some of these friars. And that so like he says at 6 p.m. every day, they're yeah, loose. It's a much more gritty <laughs> interview, 100 percent Um yep. so um, but he gets into just saying, look, we do this thing at six o'clock every day, and we get on and we ask each other things like, How are you treating God's children today? Like, did you love all of God's children today? Like accountability is so important, right? It's like, I don't care. That's We were talking about the Exodus 90 thing, right? And it's like, so much of Exodus 90 is accountability. When you make a mistake, you have to own up to it and you have to say something. It's like, that's all. That's our whole point in going to confession regularly. But if you have a group of men who are also Catholic and also striving to live this life, and every day you're having a meeting and saying, look, okay, Here's where I lost my temper today. Here's where I mistreated someone today. Here's where I did this thing. You're going to really live out your faith. And then if you do have a falling away incident, you're going to see a major, major drop off. And you're going to notice, wow, I have to go back to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And it just seems like he's become a lot much more connected with his his family his wife and his wife his child went through something where they there was a bump on his child's head and they were going to get tests to see if everything was okay and his wife was freaking out and he just said to her look god loves us no matter what happens here god loves us like don't worry he's he he loves us no matter what happens here god's going to use it to the good Right. And it was like, God can take the worst thing in the world and he can bring good out of it. Right. Like he, he seemed like he does have a, a decent grasp on how the spiritual life works. Maybe I'm, I mean, look, I hate putting any hope in a, in any kind of celebrity, anything. Right. But it's like, all you can do is pray for this guy. That's yeah. all you can do. And just pray that he, he, he keeps his faith. Um, Max said he, he heard that the director directed some, uh, adult movies anyone else here so look i'm gonna try and prep everyone for this do not expect this to be a great movie 
Like, I think this movie is going to be less about Padre Pio and more about the political situation going on around him. And it's going to be about if they're going to try and frame it in the eyes of MAGA versus whatever. That's just what I think. I mean, the director seen like I saw an interview with the with the with the I saw an interview with the director and he made it seem like fascism is on the rise again and put it in the context of the MAGA movement. And it's like, come on, like, really? It has nothing to do with fascism. It's, like these people just don't even know. It's like yeah, they don't even strange. know what fascism is. Fascism is the uniting of government and corporations. Who is doing that uh, more than the Democratic Party right now? Not corporations in the way we think of it, though. Right. Not no. actual companies. More like industries. Okay. You mean like big tech and the government uniting? Well. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into political theory right no, now. I don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tim says the the trailer seemed politically oriented. Yeah, it did. So it's like I think it's less about. Look, uh, let's hope the parts about Padre Pio are beautiful and, um, you know, show the saint in the proper light. But don't don't lay all your hopes on it, right? Like, just look. If anybody converts out of this, that's an that's a miracle in itself. Apparently, Shia LaBeouf did. That's a miracle. And if somebody else is brought to it, even by some of these Shia interviews, if somebody is opens their heart to the Catholic faith from it, that's amazing too. So anything else you, any, any other thoughts on that, that real ones interview? No, it just, um, he just, it seems like he, he gets, I don't He gets it. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, he seems like he understands suffering um, and the, the merit that can come from it, which for an actor is incredibly rare. Um, I read a review, a review that said it was bizarre and that Padre Pio character was like a cameo. That I don't know. Uh, I mean, isn't the movie called Padre Pio? Um, I don't know what they're calling it. Uh, Let me look. Of, of you going to the TLM retreat with Father John Pericone in November. I haven't even heard about that retreat, Tom. Um, if it's something I should know about, let me know. Um, yeah, the film is called just Padre Pio. So, yeah, um, somebody had said that they missed Steve on the rundown. I got to say, uh, if you guys haven't watched News from the Pew, Steve and Rick Barrett and Fawaz and who's the other who's the other guy they usually have on? John Arrington. John Arrington, they do a phenomenal show. Like, and this week was just um, Steve and Rick, but they are one of my favorite shows on YouTube. Like, they, I, I, I'm embarrassed to like, like I joke around and tell them I want to come on there. I don't think I could hold my weight on that show. Like, they're too serious. They're too, they know their stuff too well. Like, Rick is a professional broadcaster. Steve does all the the intros to the thing. Like, I, like I joke around and say I want to go on there. I'd be nervous to go on there. These guys know this stuff. So if you have not seen News from the Pew, please, guys, check that out. It is one of the best shows on YouTube. Way, way better than our show. <clears throat> so it it does look like Abel Ferrara, who is the director of the Padre Pio movie, did begin his career by directing pornography. Yeah. Um, uh, but his, uh, I guess his grandfather was born near... Um, Pietro Pietro Lucina, where Padre Pio is from. 
So he was pretty familiar with Padre Pio. Tom, if you know where I can um yeah, bring the info on Sunday, Tom. That works perfectly. So yeah, if you say, I'll be at Mass on Sunday at St. Matthew's. So just yeah, any info you can bring it to me because I would if there's a if it's like a day retreat, that'd be awesome. I'd love to go. Um all right, man. This was fun, right? Yeah. I had yeah, a good time. Awesome. Kept it short to the point. We usually go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we've we've had about 20 viewers consistently on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. On a Sunday afternoon, guys. That's a pretty that's pretty cool. I'm glad that uh people are starting to check this out. We'll see how this goes. Uh yeah. we always like when you guys leave comments, hit like, subscribe, obviously. But leave comments on the video because I never know if you guys want us to do shows like this or just stick to the trivia show. Like I like riffing with Rob. I don't know how everybody else takes it. So yeah, um, one thing one thing we've come to realize as well is that shows like this tend to do much or tend to work much better as audio podcasts. As audio podcasts. Whereas the trivia show, I would imagine, is just miserable to listen to without being able to watch. It's yeah, especially just because laughing at so much of it is us laughing at comments that people leave, right? And it's like <laughs> And of course we never read the comments. We are just laughing at them. So so I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna put the trivia show on our audio podcast any longer. It just it doesn't make sense. We only get so much um airtime or runtime to upload for for audio podcast and i i don't want i can't yeah I can't it's kind of a waste they're getting so few views as the audio podcast where the the last shia uh conversation we had so like if you look at our analytics <laughs> for the podcast like the you know the you know <laughs> itunes or whatever yeah it's like i can't this, throw it's up. a dead straight line and then all of a sudden the shia interview comes and it's like boop shoots literally up to the sky it's like so we have like our, hundreds of views on hundreds of listens if, on it if you're wondering if we're doing this art this episode on this subject just so we can put shia in another title you're absolutely right <laughs> we're yeah, definitely right. doing that <laughs> um tom i'm friends with kiara also that's my friend don's wife kiara is a beautiful person i love kiara um uh, yeah, so uh, you know what? We should always mention Kiara's website. Um, Don, if you type Kiara's website in the chat, I'll post it up because Kiara has like a prepping website uh, for Catholic preppers. It's pretty good. Huh. Um, let's see. Let's see. That's Anything interesting. Before we go, uh, I wish I hadn't missed the beginning. Uh, it's definitely worth going back and re-listening to a francophone. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. She's a doll. <clears throat> She's much nicer than Don. Don's a jerk. But Kiara, Kiara is good people. <laughs> um, what do we right, have anything else? Well, what do we got? Oh, so oh, uh, Wednesday we have Jake, um, Jake Tate, Jacob Tate is going is to ho- actually host. He's hosting trivia this week. I am competing, and I'm going to beat everyone. Who did we try to? Um, who did we try to? Oh, Darren. Darren might take over scorekeeping for me. Yeah, so you're going to play, too. So I'm going to show everybody how much better a trivia I am than Rob. It's going to be Rob versus me, and we're going to have Darren Darren keeping track. You're going to have Jake hosting, and then we'll probably have some of the usuals. I know Margo wants to play. Uh, Connor's going to come. Connor's going to play. Tim, how dare you? How (laughs) dare you? (laughs) Frank and Bones is 11 p.m. in France, and you tuned in. That's awesome. We have a French viewer. That is amazing. So, all right, yeah, check us out Wednesday. Uh, Steve Cunningham, if you're done on baby duty and you want to 
you want to come and hang and uh, play trivia Wednesday, you let me know, man. So, uh, guys, thanks for hanging out. Please hit like, subscribe. Huh? What's what, what's, what's the, the bad? What, is what the does the loser have to, have to do? That's a good question. We should actually have to do that. Uh, have to have a mustache for a week. I'll do that. I'll I'll come in with a I'll come in with a with a uh, Hugo Boss wearing mustache. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hugo Boss uniform wearing mustache. Thank you, Tom. This always was back fun. To the Yahtzees. Appreciate that. It always comes back to Yahtzees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take us out, Rob. Okay. Have a good. Uh, I guess have a good Sunday, everyone. Oh wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, I got, well, I got, well, I got Kiara's website. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Oh no, 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 never uh, mind. Don, you're supposed to give me the website. Your wife's website. He gave me the retreat that Tom was giving me. Oh come on, Don. Don you're the worst. Oh, wait, that, you're the worst that, husband that's ever. Don's wife. Yeah. So no. So Tom was saying I should oh. go to the retreat in November, and I thought Don was texting me his wife's website, and instead he texted no, me the I retreat. No, I mean Kiara is. is Don's <laughs> put, wife. Right, so Don said he put it in the comments. Let me see. Let me find it. Let me post that. Up. Oh, Brandon popped in. I didn't even see Brandon. What did he say? How much is Anthony paying Jake to let him win? <laughs> I should get the the answers ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> they're going to be very. Uh, I would imagine they're going to be very TLM oriented. I was gonna. I was. I'm gonna be honest. I was gonna tell. Um, I was gonna tell Jake. Jake, give me the questions ahead of time. I promise I'll answer everyone wrong, but I'll come up with funny answers. <laughs> you know, like make them comedic, but always wrong. So I'll wind up negative twenty, but every one of them would be funny. But I'm not cheating. I want to beat Rob. I, I was gonna say if Rob he, if he comes hard with TLM questions and scripture questions, you probably will beat me. Scripture questions, I'll smoke you. I think yes, absolutely. I think I think anything to do with the liturgy, you'll probably beat me. But if he goes, if he goes all Bible questions, I I will I will hold my own in Bible trivia. But like you were an altar boy, like you know, like the picks, I, and all these, like you I know, was all an these altar little boy things. In the I, Novus Ordo, though. Yeah, but they're still all the same, like vessels, and like the names of the vessels are all the same and stuff. So, True. Don, I don't see where you posted your wife's website. So, we should really get going. We're almost at an hour. We like to keep these under an hour. So, okay, uh, we're out of here. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay.